Hi everyone, this is Melanie from the Editing Future, or at this point it would be Editing Past, but you get it. If I were a better editor, honestly you wouldn't be hearing this right now, but I have to pop in real quick to give you two notes on what you're about to listen to. At the very beginning, in the intro, Stacy's discussing what beverage he has. It is a spicy ginger whiskey with ginger beer. Second point in the intro, when I'm talking... I go on a very, very long tangent about the Netflix film 365 Days. I'm sorry about that. But at those points, the I want to kind of blame it on the boys because I think they were coughing. But the audio clipped either way. I had to edit it out. There was no way I could salvage it. And again, if I were better, I would have just done a voiceover and fixed it flawlessly. But I didn't do that, so... And I also want to say I'm very sorry that episodes have been slow, content's been slow, but, uh, you know, 2020 is a real thing, guys, so. But we do have another episode getting ready to release next week. We'll be back consistent, and uh, we've got some stuff for spooky season, so it'll be good. I hope you're well. I hope you're safe. I hope you're being as kind as you can be, because it's a real doozy out there, and people are being dicks. Hopefully this episode will distract you for a little while, and hopefully you'll be back next week. Have a safe week, guys. Commander, you've reigned on my glorious parade for this. I'm sending everything I've got at you. But I won't let you have the satisfaction of catching me. I'm escaping one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Space! What's happening, everybody? I'm Nolan Tuck. Stacy Glover. And you're listening to Cinema Parlor. Stacy, how you doing? I'm good, man. I Probably a little bit better than you. You you sound a little nasally. I've been sick for like a month. Allergy sick. Not the sick sick. I don't have the sick sick, but uh, I've had allergies really bad. And, you know, it's it's just been a rough go. But I'm making it. We're podcasting today. Everything's Everything's great. I'm good. Good. <laughs> we have a returning guest on today's show. Melanie, how you doing? I mean, I think that I'm mostly like a husk of a human. Optimistic, but a husk, you know? Hopeful, but everything's awful. Yeah. Really good vibe in the room. Oh, yeah. Melanie, uh, obviously, is uh, those who listen. She is our editor, our producer. She decided to join us again today. Uh, what are we talking about today? I kind of, this is an episode that I forced on you guys a little bit. That's okay. So today we're talking about space horror. Alien 3. That ain't it. Unfortunately. Think lower, We're bro. not talking Alien 3. No, I wouldn't call Alien 3 garbage. It's not. It's not. It's great. It's pretty good. But we're talking specifically about films that put horror icons in space they sent them up there mm-hmm. in space in the future final frontier 
Is it always in the future? I guess it is. I mean, in these All the ones three. we watched. So, we've got Hellraiser 4 Bloodlines. Mm-hmm. We got Leprechaun 4 just in space. In space. Yeah, I think it's Leprechaun in space. It's Leprechaun in space. Okay. And then lastly, we have Jason X. Mm-hmm. Part 10. Part 10 for those just for, that are counting. For those that are concerned, let's get this out of the way. Critters 4 did not make this cut because A, we will probably talk about the Critters box set that came out yeah. at some point. And B... They're from space. Yeah, they're from space. So oh. sending them to space, it's like, well, that's where they belong. They're from space. <laughs> it's a little bit different. And mm-hmm. initially, like, what we were going to do is actually split this up into two different episodes because I didn't know what I wanted to do at first. So I thought we could do Leprechaun and Critters 4 mm-hmm. and... Like a two and two situation. Yeah, Jason X and mm-hmm. Hellraiser, but... I think know. this worked great. I think this will be good. So before we get started... What's everybody drinking? I'll start by saying uh, I'm drinking <laughs> very trashy today. I'm having a Cayman Jack's uh, margarita. How, how is it? I've never had that. I mean, look, for an $8 six pack of margaritas in a glass bottle, they're, they're pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. They're like 6 6% alcohol. Okay. Good enough to, you know, you have a few, you're feeling good. Get the job done. I like sweet things. It's sweet. Does it taste like summer yeah, to you? Yeah, actually. That's nice. Look. Do you got some salt? No, I don't have any salt on the rim, but look, I'm just saying for for some cheap margs here, uh-huh. they're pretty good. And I'm a marg kind of guy. A marg kind of guy. I'll try I will it. say, I don't think that margaritas are an expensive thing to make on your own, but I respect True. that you can just go in and yeah. crack open mm-hmm. a bottle. I, did, I didn't want to buy the tequila. I didn't want to buy the whole bit. I just mm-hmm. wanted it made for me. Mm-hmm. And ready. Triple sec. It's, yeah. No one needs all That's this. That's right. Food. So it's an actual margarita. It's not like a margarita flavored. That's right. Okay. I am having a dangerous concoction. It's ginger beer and ginger, spicy ginger flavored whiskey. Melanie, what are you drinking over I'm there? having a, a cherry cola with a little bit of rum. Classic. So Very just, nice. just a rum and coke, you could say. Yeah. But. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. It's a standard. It feels good. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Real quick, uh, what's everybody been up to? Stacy? Well, let's see. I had to watch these films, had so to. that's a thing. <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to think, you know, since the last Everyone time we recorded, how gonna go. um, I, I watched a bunch of summer films from yesteryear's past, so the Indiana Jones series and Back to the Future. Uh, I recently, because I'm getting pumped for this new Ghost of Tsushima game, I was like, this would be a good time to watch some samurai films. And Criterion Channel just came out with like that Xbox app, like yep. what, a few months ago? Yep. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to stream some Kurosawa. And I watched uh, Rashomon. You, nice. Had you not seen it before? I have not seen it. Um, Kurosawa is actually a big blind spot in my film viewing. Like, I've seen Seven Samurai because I think everybody has. You have to. But yep. outside of that, I, I think I saw Ran, like, way, way back in the day. Like, I don't remember too much about it except colors. We are actually on the same level there. I've only seen Rashomon and Seven Samurai myself. So, so I, I, I want to go through more of his, you know, over the next, like, week or two. I plan to watch those. I'm still doing the Everlong Scorsese viewing. I'm almost done. I've been playing a bunch of arcade games. So I played a real weird one called Captain Commando. Hmm. So it's a brawler 
from like the 90s. You know, kind of like the final fight you mm-hmm. know, style. Okay, so you have a guy, a commando squad. You got a is captain this commando. Monsters? Is this? I'm thinking of something different. I think you're thinking of something different. So this is like you're fighting like warriors inspired street gangs and nonsense. Okay. Like most of those games, but you're a commando squad trying to clean up crime. So your captain commando, just a like anime looking dude, like Mega Man without the helmet and a little less kitty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got mummy commando, who is a mummy with two knives. Mummy commando. There's ninja commando, which is like the most video game guy. He's just a ninja. Mm-hmm. And then there's baby commando, mm. and it is a baby diaper. Yeah, it's a baby in a diaper piloting Dressed a mech. Dressed as Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, no, no. It's just a baby. My mistake. And you're fighting these guys, but it's super gory and surprising to me. Like this game and Punisher, which is another Capcom beat 'em up from the '90s, which is phenomenal. But those games are like so freaking violent, and they predate you know Mortal Kombat. And it's just weird to me, like, these brawlers weren't ever brought up, like, in those Senate hearings or, Video like, yeah, if you violence. know anything about, like, you know, Joseph Lieberman and all that nonsense, yeah. like, I don't know, it's just baffling. Like, it was shockingly violent. These ladies puke acid at you and it melts your bodies, mm. even if you're baby commando. Man. You melt a baby? So you're saying these are better than Batman Forever? Oh, yeah, the game that I made you play, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these are way better. I, I replayed The Last of Us because I just started The Last of Us 2. And uh, I, I'm excited to go on that journey. A uh, very dark, harrowing game during these dark, harrowing times that we live in. A couple of nights ago, Laura Bailey, she's a voice mm-hmm. actress. She's in like Critical Role. She does yep. tons of voice acting. She was trending on Twitter. She plays a character in Last of Us, the new one. Oh, damn. Apparently she's a bad guy. They people, were so upset because yeah, her character... She was one of the top trending things because people were threatening her life. And to oh hear her gosh. talk, she's like strawberry shortcake. She's so... She seems so sweet. Man. It's just what disgusting. A, what, a, what a time to be alive. Yeah. So are you excited to play Last of Us 2? Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. How yeah. far are you in your current play? I am playing... I, yeah, I'm, rep- I'm playing uh, The Last of Us right now. I, I think uh, technically I'm like right at the halfway point. So did you stall out? Are you still in Pittsburgh? No, um, I okay. So there's a there's two characters you meet in the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh area. Yeah, there's a guy and a boy. I mean, you can talk like spoilers and stuff. That game's like okay, what, seven be, years I'd old. Be, I'd be gentle, but spoilers yeah. for Last of Us, the original. If anyone, because I have not played the full game, so I mean, I learned of this as I played. But uh, I'm at the point of the game where. <laughs> Uh, one of those characters uh-huh. uh, didn't make it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right after that's where I'm at. Oh, okay. So you're about halfway. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. I'm I'm really liking liking the game. So yeah. But well, I am pumped to play the second one. Should stick with it. It's awesome. I am. I, I am planning on it for sure. Well, so what have you been uh, up to? Well, since we're on me here, I'll just name a couple things real quick. Uh, I watched the. Uh, I finally got around to watching the uh, 2019 Watchmen series from HBO, and I'm just gonna say it's fantastic. I was I didn't know what to expect, and it really blew me away, which I was happy and surprised by. So, um, it's basically a sequel to the book, like kind of just throw away everything the movie did. This is just kind of straight up sequel 
um, it's it's really good, in my opinion. Um, a lot of uh, issues take place that are happening right now, especially in our country, that come to light in that, that I think are important. And really solid acting and script, and it's well done. So I would recommend that. And then uh, a couple movies that I've watched that I would like to shout out. Uh, I watched Tetsu the Iron Man for the first time. This is from 1989, directed by uh, Shinya Sukamoto. I'm sure I messed up his name, so I apologize. Well, surely the first time. And uh, I loved this movie. Uh, it recently is a part of a new box set that Arrow put out of, like, I think 10 of his films and uh pretty messed up yeah it's uh there <laughs> there's some imagery i will not soon forget let's just say there is a lot of uh lot of lot of phallic imagery and uh yeah i'll leave it there a lot of a lot of, lot of crazy stuff like liked it a lot though um so that that was a really good experience that i would recommend to everybody and then the last thing i will mention here real quick is uh Criterion uh, channel uh, just came out with like their July lineup and they have a uh, little 11 movie collection on Western Wars and I watched the first film of that set called Blood on the Moon directed by Robert Wise from 1948 stars the great Robert Mitchum and uh, I really enjoyed that movie so did you fizzle out on the Sopranos okay so here's the <laughs> thing about Sopranos like... Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I love the first season. Burned through that first season. Um, They took this. They took the series off of Amazon. Oh, you were watching it on Prime. Yeah. mm -hmm. For some reason, I thought you were watching it on HBO, and your account got signed out, and you just didn't sign back in. (laughs) I just have not uh, connected to an HBO account. Yeah. Uh, Melanie, what have you been up to? Every time. See, here's the thing. Nolan gets on his letterbox to review. You just remember everything. Me, every time it comes around to me, I think why I hate the intros, apart from them being like 20 minutes long, and it always drives me mm-hmm. crazy when I'm editing, and this one's going to be 20 minutes, which drives me crazy. We fail. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, every single time. But I never, I always blink whenever someone asks me, so have you watched anything good lately? I'm like, it's crickets, mm-hmm. automatically. <laughs> but mostly what I've been watching is uh, commentaries and documentaries. I watch, there's a really beefy documentary on the Buckaroo Banzai. Okay. Blu-ray. I watched that. It's amazing. It's so well done. And then I watched, or I listened to rather, the commentary on Orca. I got the new Orca Blu-ray that just came out. That's Lee Gambin that does the Mm -hmm. commentary. He has that book, uh, which actually Nolan recommended to me, Massacred by Mother Nature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is I got that book because no one had written anything about Orca, really. Mm -hmm. He talks about it very briefly in there, which was kind of a bummer, (laughs) the whole point of why I got it. I mean, I wanted to read it anyways. I was writing a thing on Orca, and there is very limited information. But he, him talking, if you're interested in that, it's fantastic because he's just just spitting out facts. And he'll, anytime someone comes on, he's like, well, this person, they did this, this, and this. And it's just like, (laughs) da-da-da-da. But it's really good, so... I've been putting on documentaries and commentaries when I'm doing resistance band yep. workout at home because the gym is still not a viable no, safe it's, it's option. Not a safe place. But mm-hmm. then I also got in uh, the Buckaroo Banzai book, which I started reading. Okay. I'd never read it before. It's really good so far. And I didn't realize that was a uh, novel. Um, yeah. Oh, also, yes. Most important thing. I can't believe I almost forgot about this. I watched Netflix 
365. This film is a Polish Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm. okay. Only, I think that I saw either a dildo or actual penis. Mm. There are blowjob scenes mm -hmm. where it does look like there is some sort of penetration happening with a member and a mouth. Hands down, my favorite part, spoilers, there is a scene where the main guy, he so he kidnaps a girl just to like okay. briefly explain it. He wants her to fall in love with him, so he's like, you've got a year, you're going to fall in love with me in mm -hmm. 365 days. She's like, ew, don't touch me. And he's like, I promise I won't touch you. But then he touches up on her boobies all the time. But consent. So Let whatever. me guess, it works. Here's a way that he... He's going to approve... He's like a drug lord, mm -hmm. crime okay. boss, something. Got I don't it. know. He tells a girl, after she makes him particularly mad because she walks around in a little black dress mm -hmm. in a club, guess what? I'm going to show you what you're missing. Now, <laughs> you're going to think, oh, he's going to go down on another girl mm -hmm. or have sex with yeah. another lady in front of her. He chains her to a bed. Oh. And then he goes and sits on a couch. Another girl just materializes in the room. Like a full dominatrix <laughs> outfit. She throws off nice. like this like leather or pleather vest thing. Yep. And she goes and gives him a blowjob. <laughs> this is what you're missing. While girl's just chained and... Yeah, she's just watching and it's like, you're missing this. You could be giving me head right now. But instead... Isn't that amazing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, okay. it's... I think part one in a trilogy. It's yeah, it's a trilogy. So there's gonna be more. So would for fans of uh, erotic uh, storytelling, yeah. would you? Okay, I wouldn't recommend it. I think it's a positive thing. I'm a hundred percent for Fifty Shades. I'm a hundred percent for like people mm -hmm. get mad because they think this isn't a true depiction of BDSM, all that stuff. Okay, fine, fair, but it's a fantasy. It's just a sexual right. fantasy. Mm -hmm. Let people if. Freaking like housewife wants to get mm -hmm. down on herself while watching a thing and she mm -hmm. doesn't want to watch porn. More power to it, baby. True. Do you <laughs> see what you're missing? Did a boy write this if he yeah. thinks that this is a treat for a girl to see? Right. And I'm not saying there aren't people sure. of all backgrounds and mm -hmm. sexual preferences that don't sure. love to give flesh. I just meant That was that was good stuff. <laughs> Five, four. Are we ready? I'm, I've been ready. Are we ready to get into the meat of the episode? <laughs> you so enunciated <laughs> so cartoonish there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Let's talk about it. Okay. So, Melanie, first up in this trilogy of space horror, mm -hmm. we've got 1996's Hellraiser. Bloodline. Bloodline. Mm -hmm. Part four in the series. Part four. Okay. Yeah. Directed by the great Alan Smitty. Smithy. Yeah. Okay. Oh. You guys. Okay. So I I felt uh, like an idiot, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> I I was not in on the Alan. Yeah. Smitty. So we all how do you say his name? Smith. Smithy. Alan Smitty. Smitty. It's joke. No Smithy. Smithy. Yeah. I I was not aware. I, I I'm sure all of. Filmland out there knows that except me. I don't know how I didn't know about this. But no. uh, explain to anybody who is a bit uh, challenged like myself on this. So starting in the 60s, the Directors Guild gave the tag to any like project that the director was unsatisfied and didn't want their name attached to. Well, it was more the pseudonym of, like, of Alan Smith. If there were creative differences. It's usually people getting pulled off of films <clears throat> or incomplete films. Um, Someone getting put on a film halfway through it. Or like 
so famous cases of this happening. There's um, Twilight Zone, the movie, an assistant director went by Alan Smithy, and it's during the first episode where people John, got killed. It's the John Landis we, segment. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to get but, into yeah, you know the, the that story. It's that. very famous, but uh, he didn't want to be associated with that, mm-hmm. so use that there. Also, apparently, I was reading if you watch Heat or um, The Insider on television, mm-hmm. like the TV made cuts. That's directed by Alan yeah. Smithy instead an, of uh, Michael Mann. Yeah, it's like another that. big thing. I didn't realize that either is TV cuts of films. Like, and not just those. There's tons of them. Yeah. Where, a lot of time they'll just take their yeah, name off. Yeah, huh? they take their name off and okay. it's Alan Smithy. That's interesting. Yeah. Let me get into the letterboxed uh, synopsis here of Hellraiser Bloodline. This year, the past, the present, and the future will all meet at the crossroads of hell, all in caps. In the 22nd century, a scientist attempts to right the wrong his ancestor created, the puzzle box that opens the gates of hell and unleashes Pinhead and his Cenobite legions. That's a very Directed by who? Oh, thank you. Okay, so there we do have the the original uh, director, Kevin Yeager. So... Just to give, I guess, a little Alan Smithy um, reference for this film, he was not happy with the studio's notes. This was the last one to come out in theaters, and they wanted more Pinhead. The whole film was supposed to center around this Angelique, and Pinhead was made to be like, you know, the Michael Myers, the Jason, the horror icon a little for this uh, film. backstory on kevin yeager actually not just his filmography this was the only film he attempted to direct yeah he's a special effects artist yeah i believe so yeah. you know that's unfortunate. I, I think he, he might have gotten a start on return of the jedi like so many had okay this film uh we have uh stars bruce ramsey we have him starring as uh, Philip Le Merchant, uh, he actually plays a dual role mm-hmm. here. He plays several. Roles. John Merchant, yeah, three, four mm-hmm. roles. I can't remember. It's Quite a few. Three generations. All all the merchant generations. Uh, we have Valentina Vargas, and so gorgeous. Uh, yes, she is played. Uh, she plays Angelique. We have uh, the great Doug Bradley as Pinhead, and uh, I feel that I have to mention that uh, Adam Scott. Is in this film. So starts as a creepy started. Frenchman plays yeah. Jock, I think. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. So um, there you go. There's a, there's a few of our players in this thing. Thoughts on this film? Okay, for Hellraiser, two is my favorite. Just personally, okay. I two is my favorite. Three, I think, is I can't say it's the worst in the series because there's a lot of the later films that I have not seen personally. Right. I have not seen every film in the Hellraiser series. A lot of straight to video. There's a lot there. I've seen. Quite a few, but I have not seen all of them. I think that this film is kind of special. I think it's much better than it has any right to be. It's mostly the first half of the film. There's some truly terrifying imagery. Mm -hmm. There's messed up stuff. The beginning especially, it won't get too much into it, but the the dining room scene, that feels like stuff in Hellraiser 2 to me. Like, is that there's so much just fucked up imagery, admittedly. Every part of it where it's actually in space is the worst. Yeah, yeah, I agree it's with that. It's not good. I still 
I don't know. I like this film a lot. Stacy. I think this is the best film we're going to talk about tonight. <laughs> and I don't think this movie's very good. I, I, I really enjoyed the first, uh, what, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. The first act is pretty solid. But after that, I've got some big problems with this film, being a fan of the first two movies. Mm-hmm. Like, there is, there's just, like, story and logic stuff that doesn't make sense. And also, it's like, do we need to know where the box came from? Like, it's a cool idea, you know, as it starts out, but, like, just this ingrained generational memory thing the that's going knows. on. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I feel, like, it starts off strong, and then once you get to the meat of the film, which is basically, like, Hellraiser 3 shenanigans, it, it's like, okay, you know, and, and then it, it you, the third act, it's all, you know, aliens rip off, which all of these films are aliens rip off. It's like, okay, space marines getting killed by Cenobites. That's, uh, okay. I don't know. I just think, like, that series is so interesting. I know three's not great, but it's just, like, that idea done as just a generic slasher film. And I still think three's, like, it is okay. This one, I just, it started off strong, and I just got disappointed the more we went into the film. Okay. I did warn you both yeah. that it starts out with a bang and That's true. You absolutely slides. Did. I prepared you for each one of these yeah. films. Uh, okay, so I have I have seen Hellraiser one and two. I've never seen three. I need uh, I should watch that sometime, and so maybe I will. I have a feeling you probably would like it more than this film. Yeah. So I, I'm not a not a big fan of this movie. I will say this was my this is number two of the three for me that we're going to talk about today. I liked some of the early stuff as well. But, um, uh, it just, you know, I, I found it to be a, a bit of, uh, a letdown. I was told this was a space movie by the movie itself. And it that. we're only in space for maybe the bookends 20, 30 minutes. Oh, I, maybe a little more, maybe less, maybe less. Yeah. It's a short movie. Yep. I mean, I mean, it's all of these films are about 90 minutes. Yeah. So, so that was definitely a letdown for me. Uh, and then also I was let down by, you know, we see Pinhead a lot, but I missed a lot of, uh, the Cenobites from the, the first couple mm-hmm. movies. They were not to be found. We had a yeah. few different newer ones here. Um, but, uh, I did like, like you guys have already talked about, I did like the first like 30 ish minutes. Like I was into it. I enjoyed like the ridiculousness of Adam Scott. I enjoyed that whole, like weird thing that was going on with uh was that his dad and him or just I think a mentor a mentor oh yeah that's just they were uh some kind of french uh yeah it seemed like that guy was supposed <laughs> to be... i don't know, I know what they were, but... it, it seemed like like his mentor was kind of based off the marquis de sade yeah uh yeah only like real right real dark yeah it, it gets really messed up and and i enjoyed that about it um uh i wish the movie could have taken that tone throughout through, through the yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that first bit it has some gothic vibes that it's kind of uh i don't know it reminded me of the gothic horror that came out in the early 90s with coppola's dracula mm-hmm. and brana's frankenstein which yeah. like the the way it's lit and uh some of the stylistic choices and just the fact that it's a you know a that period time, yeah. piece mm-hmm. i i was kind of getting some vibes off that so yeah i definitely dug that i think once it gets into the second generation i 
started to lose steam and then from there on you know i i didn't like lose interest like in it's the, like yeah I, I was entertained i just every little bit even mm-hmm. as it starts to slide into like yeah. oh th- this could have been something special sure it just falls on its face there are these little tidbits the twins walking around right mm-hmm. it's silly it's funny yep. and then their actual transformation it's i don't like it and its completion but i think they're that seems pretty cool looks good mm-hmm. so I feel like with all these films, since we're talking about three of them, and we, we are kind of wanting to keep things tight, tight uh, we probably don't need to go over the entire, like, beat by beat of oh, the story. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Nolan, do you have any interesting notes, like things that stood out to you? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know... <laughs> you should just read your notes on the film, because even though it's beat by beat... I mean, I can do that if you guys want. I mean, I can just go through them and... Just do a little... You know, okay, yeah. You know, we start off CGI box. Uh, I put... Uh, weird Terminator. Weird Terminator looking. Man. Uh, you know, so how about Playing that? with the box. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, some pretty bad, like, CGI going on. Um, Dr. Merchant, gone crazy, see flashes of pinhead. Dr. Merchant has been arrested and questioned... Rimmer questions him. Dr. Merchant tells Rimmer a backstory about the making of the box. I put the box in quotations. Adam Scott shows up. He chokes out a lady. To begin a ritual with his father, I presume I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Merchant's ancestor creator creates them a box. They open a portal from hell. A summoned demon. Angelique. (laughs) He who summons the magic commands the magic. I got toy maker in quotations. The master decides to try to design a box that can destroy demons. John Merchant, Paris, 1996. The bloodlines lie on toy maker? Lives on toy maker. The bloodline (laughs) lives on toy maker. Then I got emo, Adam Scott. In parentheses, jock. Angelique still going strong after 200 plus years. And they still, he still just wants to bang her, which is... Absolutely. It's kind like, of sweet. I mean, it. I know she's like a demon and he's like into really yeah, if, sadomasochistic I mean, stuff. Any, it, kind it, of yeah, sweet. It is sweet. It, since we're doing this, I mean, it's fun for me. If you guys want to come in at any time... Okay, like, oh, yeah. um, first act. <laughs> um, I think Angelique's pretty interesting. I love... I mean, if I'm going to summon a demon, something mm-hmm. that's going to haunt me, like... At, Give bring me torture, and torture I think that summoning fun. like set piece thing, like I think that's the coolest thing in the whole movie. Them it's really them in the dining room is the best. Like skinning that girl and hanging her skin Ooh. up. Yeah, that was messed up. And it looks to uh, like for mm-hmm. like the reanimation of everything yeah. looks really good, and it's just done in these. It's done. It's so smart because it just shows you just enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never see it full on because it feels like you're going to like you're gonna have that big Silas Lambs reveal and yeah. you never get yeah, it. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like I do feel like this film is like way less violent than the first two movies. Oh yeah, because mm-hmm. the, the animation scene in the second film is like gruesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to? discuss before i keep going oh okay. you're doing a great I, job i really want to know what else is in there okay uh so we okay we stopped at emo adam scott here and angelique and him uh angelique and jock rough sexy stuff with blood boils and cuts lots of it uh angelique kills jock he fucked up surprise he forgot the main rule yep uh angelique goes to new york to see john merchant pinhead and angelique meet <clears throat> excuse me 
Angelique and John Mer- Merchant meet. We got a lot of meetups going on here. Then the meet cutes, the, please. One, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, one of one of my personal favorite parts of the film, Angelique boobs, sexy times with John Merchant. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the dream. Nolan thing. literally, while it was happening, he looked up and was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes like this, and I was like, "Did you just write boobs?" And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> that is exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, now we have what you were talking about a little earlier. We got twin security cops. Uh, I actually like these guys. <laughs> I told you that. Yeah, they're they're really funny. Uh, they're talking about. Uh, so we brought. I think this is interesting to talk about real quick. You brought this up while we were watching it. The twin security cops actually have a conversation about a trans yeah. sexual encounter. They, it's very woke for yeah. 1996. Very woke. They're, it's, it's a really quick thing. So would you ever be with someone that was a guy? And it was like, he's like, what is it? It yeah. depends on what. He's like, yeah, I probably wrote it down. We'll see how I wrote it. But yeah. one of the brothers asked the other, would you have sex with a lady who used to be a man if the dick was cut off. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's used the specific words, but that's what I'm using here. Uh, he said, yes, he would. Yeah. But, and it wasn't even like a joke or a punchline. No. It was just like, yeah, I would. It was a very honest conversation. It was yeah, endearing. Between brothers. I liked it. I, I really was surprised. After I that, about that, I actually just wrote twin security boys rule. Yeah. Exclamation. They, I, I did really like them. <laughs> Pinhead, I am pain. Twin brother, death, gnarly as hell. It is. Their formation. <laughs> that was actually. We won't say exactly what happens because people should watch it. But that they, was one of my favorite parts of the yeah. film. There, I just don't like the way there. they look afterwards. Yeah, but right. Their transformation is cool. It was pretty sweet. Uh, we got uh, Pin Pinhead kidnaps Jack. Uh, I wrote down he has a pumpkin pie haircut. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Le Marchand's, uh the current 1996. Is, yeah, it's his son, Merchant's son. That's right. That's right. Uh, then, uh, we've got some real rough slow-mo shot of Merchant running up, uh, upstairs to go to Jack. They, that, that slow-mo should not be in any film. The that, 90s that is, uh, yeah. 90s, early 2000s. That is a rough that time. choppy slow-mo. Yeah, yeah it looks, it's It's pretty, not this film's fault. Everyone right. was doing it. That's true. They shouldn't have been doing it. Uh, Pinhead kills John Merchant. John's wife gets Pinhead and Angelique inside the box. Uh, back to present time, and, and now we're back in space. So you say present time, but it's present the future. or future time. I'm sorry, the present future. The present time. future. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Merchant summons uh, summoned a demon from the beginning of the film. We find out uh, a man named Parker gets killed. Pinhead rips the skin off. Mm-hmm. Angelique takes the head off a marine. What the f kind of planet are you from? I don't know. I just I don't know yeah. why I wrote that, but I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the twins kill a marine. They disintegrate his body. Rimmers kills a demon dog. Dr. Merchant and Rimmers blow up Pinhead with light. They escape. The ship blows up. The end. Beautiful. I think that's like that's a great... Movie. Like, people who haven't seen this are going to hear that and be like, yeah, watched it. I've seen it. Nailed it. Any, uh... <laughs> Any thoughts or comments Yeah, from you guys? see, even you, like, truly you going back through all of that, the Space Marine stuff is just the least interesting part. Yep. Even even modern day 1996 As, stuff as you is can see, I, like, really, my notes, I, I falter there. They you get know? sparse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I didn't have a lot of... The film lost you after boobs. I mean, well, that's one way to look at it. It was after... 
Yeah, it was after boobs. I mean, the twins. The twins were twin spirit. They were there. They were. They. They. There was that light there. I was like, all right, I'm back in. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling it. But then, just. I think that Pinhead is in the movie way too much. Mm -hmm. As did the director. That's why. I like. It doesn't make sense. And the way they utilize Pinhead does not make sense with the continuity from the other films. Because they act like Pinhead's like this uber old demon when in number two, like, they show his origin. He's like a World War One soldier, mm-hmm. I think, that finds the box. Yes. So it, it it's weird him, like, finding this ancient demon, Angelique, and being like, oh, we missed you, princess. Yeah, he's like, things have changed since you've like, been all gone. That stuff and she's only is been just, gone 200 years. Like, and it's like, yeah, he's not been him yeah. for the, like, how do they even know each other? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's small potatoes. You guys got anything else about? Melanie, what do you like about this movie? Bloodlines? Bloodline? I've told I'm you sorry. what I like about this movie. Favorite scenes, or yeah, I, I've already, ready to move on. No, I've already gone over that. The dining room scene, I think, is is brilliant. I think it's the best thing in the film. It's a shame that it comes within like the first ten minutes of the movie because it really, I mean, everything is downhill from that. Yeah, the guy who I don't know his name, but the guy who's playing um, Adam Scott's mentor, uh-huh, that right. guy's really really good. He's super creepy. Yeah, he looks good in that outfit. Yeah, that's that's definitely my favorite part. It's the best part of the mm-hmm. movie. I don't think anyone yep. can disagree with no. that. For what we're talking about, this by far, and it's not a, it's not great here. It has the best CGI. Right. Yeah. <laughs> of the three. Yeah, but like this movie had a way lower budget than Jason X. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. This movie looks out of the movies we're going to talk about today. It looks the most like a movie. This is yeah. It looks the most like a movie that belongs on the big screen. Yeah. By the way, real quick, just so uh, we give this man the proper due, uh, Mickey Cottrell, I think, played Duke de de la. I'm not gonna say his name. I don't know. How it's French. You're like French. Yeah, no, not me. <laughs> American. <laughs> mm, freedom fries. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Duke, that I failed. But um, anyway, well, are we ready to move on to film number two? I, I think we are. Okay. I think we're ready for this. Nolan, would you like to give us a synopsis oh, of absolutely. Leprechaun? Leprechaun 4 in Space. This is also from 1996, directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith. Mm-hmm. All right. One small step for man, one giant leap of terror. Again, all in caps. Letterbox loves starting their little synopsis off in caps. On a planet in a distant galaxy, a power-hungry leprechaun holds a beautiful alien princess hostage in order to marry her for her royal title. With her title and his beloved gold, he'll be able to rule the universe. While making his maniacal plans, what he doesn't count on is an invading platoon of marines from Earth to save the princess and foil his plans. An accomplished trickster, the leprechaun stows himself away on the uh, orbiting spaceship and wrecks havoc on the crew in an attempt to recapture his bride. That was a lot. You okay? Yeah. That's a very wordy synopsis. Cannot believe that these films thus far, I shouldn't, you know, maybe they'll shit the bed with Jason X. I cannot believe they're giving these films that much. True. That is insane. They've been very accurate. Normally they are not that accurate with very simple plot lines. Yeah. So our main stars in this, we got uh, Warwick Davis as Leprechaun. We've got Brent Jasmer. 
as Sergeant Brooks Malloy. A.K.A. Baby Sylvester Sloan. Very nice. That's right. Uh, we got Jessica Collins as Dr. Tina Reeves. Rebecca Carlton as Princess Zarina. Gary Grossman as Harold. I think that's enough, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thoughts, everyone, from On Leprechaun 4. Well, I think, first of all, it's important to point out it's a leprechaun film, but at no point do they say leprechaun in the movie. He's an alien yeah, creature. that's true. An alien life form. He is an yeah, the whole movie. He's not a, the leprechaun in this one. I will acknowledge, first and foremost, this is, this is a pretty bad movie, okay? Not good. But I had the most fun with this movie. This is my favorite of the three we watched. Uh, there's some actually some pretty cool effects at the end that um, we'll get into, I'm sure. I enjoy some color scheme going on in this film. Uh, I enjoy Warwick. I think he's a lot of fun as Leprechaun. Really, really bad CGI. <laughs> I mean, really bad. Uh, <laughs> they use it as like a loading screen in a video yeah. game. Mm -hmm. Where they just have to show you the exterior of the ship for no mm -hmm. reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, uh, again, this, this, this is a pretty awful movie, but I had a fun time watching it. Oh, this is a terrible film this is the worst of the three <laughs> but it has its moments of entertainment value outside of that this movie is pretty awful i feel like the majority of people really hate the leprechaun series i love these movies and my leprechaun ranking this is very high nice i love this movie it's so much fun and i mm -hmm. do think the effects at the end are yeah. Insane. That's Especially good, it's a shoestring budget. Works there. Yeah. They, they have these big things. A doctor who's riding around on this like weird ventilator vacuum cleaner thing. It looks pretty cool. I think it's, I, I don't know. I love everything about it. It is not a good film. None of these films are good. I've never said that. I just think they're very fun. This one I think is the most fun. Hands Agreed. down. Agreed. I, of the three that we watched, this is the most fun. I think that Bloodlines is probably the most successful of being a movie. <laughs> I think it's probably the best looking overall. Mm -hmm. I think it has the best acting overall. I think that this is the most fun. Yeah, by I, far. I, I, I can get behind that. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. I, uh, I think I like Leprechaun so much because, as you both know, I say a lot of dumb shit. A lot of one-liners sometimes. You identify. I make up a lot of songs. You identify. I identify with, with this character. I like the stupid things he says. Okay. There is there not like a real... I. You're joking, but also that's serious. I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you really do. You that's just true. say stuff. That's true. And then no one prompts you. It mm -hmm. just happens. And you sing songs to yourself yeah. or to creatures, big and small. Right. Mm -hmm. All the time. Yeah. Is there not a very real charm... To Warwick and these, you've only seen like I've, I've one seen, and a half. I've or seen. Something. I watched all. I've seen two. I watched all of the first Leprechaun with you. Okay, I didn't know if you did. And then this one. Yeah. You should so, watch Leprechaun in the Hood. Well, didn't it's they an make improvement? Didn't they do two of them in the Hood? They did. He goes back. I've to only the hood. seen the first one. <laughs> back to the hood. Um, yeah, I, I do. I, I do. I actually think that uh, Warwick is a is good in this role. Like, I think, I think he, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh. I'm down with him. Yeah. So, okay, so since since you're a fan of the series... Yes. Do you prefer those, like, first couple films 
to where they're trying to do it like a slasher film? Or do you like these like high concept nonsense movies like in space, in the hood? Okay, so... Leprechaun goes to Vegas. Isn't that the third one? Yes. <laughs> oh, see, the thing about Leprechaun is he's always going places. He's mm-hmm. in the hood. He's in Vegas. He's in space. Mm-hmm. Constantly moving. You can't stop him. Yeah, he hustles. Love that about him. What's your preference? Is, I, like, do you like the high concept films or the slasher ripoffs? I prefer the f- two, three, and four are some of my favorites. I like the cast and the actual story in the hood films more than anything else because the the characters in those films they're the best, like best cast of kids, most likable by far. But I do prefer the silly antics of the first couple. Mm-hmm. And they're, these are still very silly films. I mean, Nolan watched the first one. I don't know how long it's been since it, you've seen the first one, but... TV way back when. Yeah, but they... An early Jennifer Aniston. Very, very early. Mm-hmm. They definitely just have... It, the film always has its humor. Like, that's right. the anchor of it. So mm-hmm. it's it's never like there's a big tonal shift like with Freddy. Yeah. Leprechaun is always silly first. The dude wants his freaking gold. Yeah. The thing about it is I just think with the series, and this is why I have a problem with, I don't love the first one because the kills, mostly it's just shotgun and mm-hmm. uh, are like biting people. It's not that good. It's just a hide and seek film. And then later in the films, it's a lot of the same. It's there's not very creative kills, which with mm-hmm. with the leprechaun, with Freddy, with these like magical beings, I want like bug nuts kills. I want yeah. weird shit. Yeah, I, I want crazy things. So that's why I more lean into the crazier the kills, the more I like the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. And I really love any of the movies where he is looking for love. Because it happens more than once. <laughs> He's trying to get married in the second one. He's trying to get married in the fourth one. Mm-hmm. Here for he it. He wants his princess, you know. Uh, you guys, you want me to? Do you want? Yeah. Do you want to go about this this the same way? Yeah. You just want to hear my my notes. I want to hear what and you have to say. You guys I can interject my notes every once in a while. Okay. Go Please for do. It. Whenever you whenever you want, just okay. Just go. Are we ready? You go. Yeah. Okay, uh, I think almost maybe all three of these movies just start with me writing CGI spaceships. That's the very first thing I wrote. <laughs> Awful CGI. We got CGI spaceships and asteroids. All right, solid start, definitely. Uh, search and destroy mission team. Searching for an alien. Uh, kill the bastard. Okay. So, okay. This movie, I think out of the three, is the most blatant Aliens ripoff. Oh, yeah. Agreed. So Every, every, it, mm-hmm. every beat. The Space Marines are very, like, Colonial Marines. They have the motion scanners. Uh, even one of the deaths later in the film is reminiscent of Burke from Aliens. Yeah. Where, like, mm-hmm. guy sneaks off and, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. True. Just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we meet a few people. We got Sergeant Hooker. Beautiful man. Uh, or sh- that is a man, right? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> we got Dr. Reeves, biological officer. I made sure and wrote that. Hooker has half a metal plate in his head. Okay. So oh, yeah, that's uh, the yeah. one guy who that's loses sorry. his mind. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, how about that? Uh, Leprechaun has a princess 
type lady held captive. She's a princess type lady. I didn't know what she was. She's a princess. So she is very. I understood later in the vein of like the the Deja Thoris, you know, John Carter stuff. Like Princess Leia slave bikini mm-hmm. look. Yep, absolutely. With so much body glitter from Claire's. Yep. Uh, Princess Serena, is that her name correct? Zarina. Zarina, I'm yeah. sorry. Princess Zarina. Uh, I, I just started writing uh, Leprechaun's name as Lepi for short. That's fair, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Lepi? Lepi uh, wants her to be his wife and wants her royal blood to make him a king. Gold is power. That's Leprechaun. Uh, a good quote there. Uh, we have a lightsaber kill by Leprechaun. Yeah, reference to Warwick being in Star Wars, I guess. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Cool. cool. And it's space, so it's appropriate. That's right. By the way, I'm not mad at this film. You sound I'm, super grouchy. I'm guy. happy that Warwick got paid. I'm happy that people enjoy the film. It's not for me. That's fair. Okay. Uh, Lepi saves Princess by diving on a grenade. And uh, his yeah. body blows up. Saving his love. That's right. He cares so much for her. So good. Uh, soldier takes a piss <laughs> on uh, <laughs> Lepi's blown up body. And then he, Lep is absorbed. <laughs> the soul seeps through his uh, dick hole. Yeah, I got that spirit in the dick. Mm-hmm. He's absorbing the essence of the man. Yeah. Which later, this is also very alien. It's reminiscent of the chest verse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a phallic thing happens, even right. as stupid as, like, pissing on a dead body. <laughs> you know, later he bursts f- from the guy's chest. It's a, a birthing, yeah. 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 Uh, next we get a, a weird, just, dance club that's inside the, the spaceship. Well, if you've played any... It's like a rec room. Like, Mass Effect, <laughs> there is a room like this. In the Normandy? Yes. I've played... It's part two. You can absolutely go through. You can have cocktails. Oh, I'll show you. I'll fire up the game right now and I'll show you where you can go on the Normandy and you can get a little cocktail. You can get, I think they're orange. I like that. All that ah, stuff ah. is on the space station. It is as well. Hmm. Uh, we do get a character character named Harold here uh, who, use, who says the quote, don't touch me unless you mean it, cowboy. How about that? Soldier club and dance. Uh, <laughs> uh, here's to nasty sex. And women who never say no. Okay, that's another quote that's said there. Uh, Again, still <laughs> still uh, promoting consent, which is nice. Absolutely. Uh, shake hands with the big guy. Uh, Talk easy. about his dick. Yeah, this so is, we've got a, this uh, is tool time. a situation yeah, happening. Yeah, the tool time girl mm-hmm. and this marine go out and heavy petting, you could say. Yeah. There's, mm-hmm. They're infatuated with one another. Right. And she unzips his pants. They enjoy each other. And immediately you can tell he's in pain. Yeah, he's like, Something's easy, happening. easy on the snake. That was, that's a quote yeah. right there. And uh, eventually he becomes, you know. Yeah, just just a big bulge starts appearing from. from As one does. A leprechaun shaped yep. bulge. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and mm-hmm, bigger mm-hmm. until Lepi returns out of the dude's dick. And then he flies away on a wire. <laughs> It's it's a mesmerizing scene, to say the least. So, um, a doctor... Uh, I've already said this, but I, I wrote it again, I guess. I really want everyone to know that uh, Dr. Reeves is a doctor of biology. <laughs> you were very concerned that she wasn't just a pretty face. You yeah, wanted like, to put in that She's a face, she's degrees. a body, and she's a biologist. She's, she's got, it, got it all. She's got it all. Yep. Again, I, I wrote some more about boys dancing in the club. Uh, 
Prince, <laughs> princess. Uh, let's see if I can read my own writing. Do you here. have two pages of notes on this one yeah, movie? But just a, just only a small bit on this. Oh. On the... Look, I was into this film. All right. All yeah, right. which we need to mention that one of the um, boys, one of the other Marines, it's, uh, he's in Friday the 13th. Hmm, okay, okay. Yeah, it's Miguel Nunez Jr. Let me find him here. Yes, Miguel A. Nunez Jr. He plays Sticks. Mm -hmm. Well done. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, we have a situation where princess uh, princess's tissues have regenerated. That sounded weird to me. Her hand is... Okay, wait, let's for a second <laughs> calm it down. So her hand, whenever Lep falls in the grenade to yep. save her for true love, mm -hmm. her hand gets blown off in the process That's, because yep, she hears gunfire and she runs towards it. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Mm. Um, her hand falls off. They put her in this little bubble wrap <laughs> coffin thing. And they're like, we can't reattach her hand with space technology. It's gone. But because of her royal DNA, wherever she's from. Royal DNA. Yeah. Her hand her hand regenerates. That's what you meant by the tissues. Yeah. Her hand. I did. You say and they her... want that power, the old Dr. Mittenhand. Look, as Mittenhand. you guys know, you To can... rebuild his own body. I can never fully comprehend my own notes. Peanut. Sir. We're recording an episode here, man. Peen, you're being rude. Can you lay down, please? All right. Uh, next up, we have a de uh, decontamination chamber. I, I wrote, we got a lot of purple color palette going on. See, I actually like the way mm -hmm. this segment is shot. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. A little lep in the suit. Oh, yeah. That's what I was around. just getting ready to say. Yeah. Leppy in a, in a hazmat suit. Looks cool. Uh, we get a character named Mooch who gets killed. His death's kind of nasty too. How does uh, please refresh? Isn't or... this the one where he his suit like is compromised and then he yeah. deteriorates? I believe that's that right. Mooch? I believe so. I think that's right. Doctor Mittenham, uh, we get we get a bit of him tells the Marines about the princess. Nolan, and, describe yes. what Doctor Mittenham looks like in your own words. Okay, he's Exp accent. If he's the he he remind his look is a little bit like Doctor Evil. Okay. A little bit on the top part. Yeah, mm -hmm, okay. on the top part. Then <laughs> he's um man, I I don't know if I can explain him without being uh, mean. Yeah. Inappropriate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you gonna say? Because I can edit it out if it's too mean. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna say he's he's a bit feminine in his approach. Okay. Okay. Um. He's also a bit, uh, one of the, I mean. He's like a flamboyant Nazi? Yeah, I mean, you could look at it that way. That's true. <laughs> it's like R2-D2 wearing, like, Dr. Evil's head. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a little trash can vacuum cleaner. He does. It's unfortunate for he him. He just vroom vrooms around. He's, he's. A, he's only got, like, one human arm, right? Yeah. He definitely brings a certain flair to the film. I mean, when when he gets in the movie, it's uh, it it's takes it to a different level. He's acting. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Props to Mittenham. Mittenham is. I did write that he's some sort of android thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Mittenham will pay them a hundred times of what they are being paid to capture and kill the leprechaun. Obviously, Leppy hates sharing and the idea of it. He wants his gold for himself, obviously. He starts to have second thoughts about marriage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, he's like... Yeah. Because she's being very pushy once he gets back mm -hmm. with yep. her on the ship. Yep. 
Harold and Mittenham uh, blood experiments together. That's whenever he's like, creeping on the girl. The girl. Is he like touching her feet or her belly button or something? He touches everything. I think he starts with her feet, then her and belly pervert. button, and then her her studded bra thing. He doesn't really touch her boobs. He mm-hmm. just like touches around it. Just around. And then Mittenham on a monitor rolls in to judge him. <laughs> As he should. Yeah, no, yeah. it's fair. Uh, we get some uh, some more uh, sick slow motion fire uh, destruction from Leprechaun. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this whole thing, that, that biologist doctor lady, the star of the film, mm-hmm. so I think she says to Stallone Jr., you're really good with that rifle. Like, that's a line in the movie. Nobody shoots anything in this movie. <laughs> Nobody's good with rifles. Well, they look not, like they've never held a gun in their life. True. Tool time shoots up Lep, but then he comes back and then knocks her over a thing. But I'm saying when they're trying to Lep Leprechaun let her kill him for yeah. a gag. Yeah, he wanted a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, this movie's just like fucking Looney Tunes. It, that's why I love it. It's Looney Tunes in space. It's perfect. For well, like, not good. I mean, that's your like your opinion, Liam. That's a different conversation altogether. <laughs> a quote from Leppy when after the fire has happened, this barbecue has only just begun. Leppy shows Danny a video on workplace safety. Mm-hmm. OSHA. <laughs> Leppy kills Danny boy with a trick. Uh, we get some more Harold and Mittenham. Oh, this is where they rip off the like Freddy Krueger finger cut scene. Yeah. Right? Yep. I can't read what I wrote here. Mittenham thinks the. Something blood will make him beautiful. The princess. The princess. princess. It'll That's make a him hard a, word to mess a up. A body. <laughs> Mittenham thinks the princess's blood will make him beautiful. Yes. Uh, yeah. You couldn't read how you wrote princess. I couldn't. It looked like Trivens's. Trivens's. <laughs> oh, a, no, that... a T. Tri- Trivens's. No, that actually. Okay, hang on. He, I can't remember what the, her people are called. But you actually might have written that word, because that sounds closer to what they call themselves. I, you might be right. I feel like that's giving me too much credit, but you <laughs> might be right. I think that you would try to write that, though. <laughs> uh, Leppy gets shot up, uh, but uh, regenerates his body, and then kills the Marine who shot him, in parentheses, Dolores. <laughs> that's that's tool time. Yeah. Tool time. Uh, Leppy disguises himself as Dr. Reeves. Leppy smashes Harold in the dick. Leppy and Mittenham meet. Harold stabs Leppy. Leppy kills Harold. Flat face kill. Yeah. He, it looks like something out of, mm-hmm. like, Mighty Boosh. It looks so... That's true. I could, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's very cartoony, the head smash. See, and again, I like it, because that just, it, it's, it is Looney Tunes in space. Like, it's so, it's just fun. Yeah. We get a ball gag and serum pumped into Dr. Mittenham. Well, what he does is he takes, he makes the blue milk from Star Wars because he takes the princess's blood, uh-huh. turns a tarantula and a scorpion into the blender, yep. blends it up to make a cocktail. And the idea is that her blood causes regeneration, so it's going to alter his DNA. Granted, the left is, he doesn't know that. He's just like, I'm doing mm. an experiment. And he puts it into a syringe and injects it into Dr. Mittenham's head. That's right. Right in there. Right in there. <laughs> and later we get a very... And now, really, this is where the fun begins. Yeah. I think. Uh, I mean, the the best of the fun. Oh, I agree. See, I think that the last part of this film is the best. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. The Colonel is very funny. It is it is a legitimately funny scene, is it not? Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. laugh. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy that scene. So, uh, 
we get uh, ooh, uh, we get some princess breasts, very glittery. We talked I, about that earlier. I wrote that down. Nice. Princess boobs, yeah. and it's a bad thing it's to see sentence. her boobs. It's a death sentence in her country, mm-hmm. her country, and her galaxy, her yeah. planet, wherever she's from. I forget. Yeah, if if the ladies show the breast, uh, it's a death sentence. You will die. Yeah, rough go. Uh, we have uh, a character named Serge, and he's in drag. Sarge. Sarge, I'm sorry. <laughs> the sergeant. This is how I spelled that name. S-E-R-G. Like, for, for sergeant. <laughs> you even spelled it like, right. Like, he's the sergeant. You spelled it right. When I said it, Sar- Serge. But Serge, that Like, the drink. Like, mm-hmm. I just wrote sergeant transvestite is great. I don't know I, if I put we count can it. say transvestite. Why? Sarge it's like Rocky Horror is what he's doing. No, I know, but I feel like that's like a negative term now. Really? I think you're supposed to say cross-dresser. We're just going okay. sergeant. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry I said that. I don't want to offend anyone. I know. I'm, I'm saying, I legitimately, I think that's an out-of-date term. Because I know, like, Eddie Izzard used to call himself a transvestite. I, I think it's I think it's outdated now. It's but true. No one's in trouble. Well, what about that song from Rocky Horror? I mean, it's a great song. It's a good song, yeah. It's a great song. That applies here. I could be wrong. It, it could be totally fine. I, I just, mean, I don't know. That was the 70s. Different time. Shit. Now, place. we do have Sarge also has nunchucks right now. And then we get <laughs> our <laughs> first. Are you making yourself a catchphrase? Yeah. How about that? I think I need to say that a lot from here on out. <laughs> we make a drinking. Someone can make a drinking game out of it, probably. Mitten Spider. Yeah. I am no longer Mitten Hen. I am Mitten he is, Spider. He's transformed to Mitten yeah, Spider. It's really good. I feel like you you pretty much glazed over the best sequence in the whole film. Well, please. Uh, the cross-dressing just nonsense. Like, he comes he out on stage singing. He looks like Kathleen Turner. Yeah, and, and he's, like, losing his fucking mind. At one point, he goes into, like, Sergeant. It, yeah, mode. and it's, like, a sequence that's, like, way too long, but it's more entertaining because it's way too long. Because he's just I mean, like it, devouring the scenery. That it, it would, I hate this word. It's a problematic thing, but it's not like the way it's. It's very funny. It's oh. the best sequence like not, out of the three films yeah. we're talking about. I will say I'm glad you brought it into more detail because it was one of my favorites. Okay. What's next? Sarge, we find out was an android too. <laughs> he does. <laughs> they kind of pull an ash. He, he's he's an ash. A That's right. Bit. Now, uh, next up. Which literally changes nothing right. about anything. Nothing. Yeah. Him, being, him being an android, it's, it yeah. continues. We Just get, the thing that happened. Exactly. We get a giant leprechaun. Mm-hmm. They blow him up. That's right. Big boy. I don't think the effects here are that great. They're not. It looks pretty bad. So, before I get to this final little bit, uh, you guys want to talk about any, like, of kind of the... Like gore effects oh, and the so, monster effects that yes, are created. Real quick, before we get to the gore, I think we have to point out that our lovely biologist, yep. she's fully clothed. Yep. And then bit by bit with the monster yep. sequence of Things spider just keep coming off. hand. Yeah. Is she just in her undies? Eventually she is running around yep. like Barbarella. High cut underwear and a black tank top so it looks like a one piece. So she just looks like a space babe, which I'm here for. This movie wishes it was Barbarella. It does. It's so funny because each article of clothing that gets ripped mm-hmm. off of her it is so it's so it's like you're just trying to get her as naked as possible it's True. very funny yeah she's crawling the 
air duct thing. Yep. And the spider busts through and grabs her, her, pants. her pants and just rips them off. Oh. Part of her jacket gets ripped mm-hmm. off in another area. It's very funny. It's true. She looks great. Not mad she about does. it. Yeah. The only thing I don't... I love these effects. Mm-hmm. The practical effects are cool. The CGI is, is bad. It's, the, it's by far right. the worst. We've talked about that. Yeah. But the only thing I don't like is... In, like the makeup for the leprechaun, it changes slightly. It's mm-hmm. mostly the same throughout the series. Um, but in this, there's like this weird, um, it's like a cheetah pattern almost on all of the skin. Yeah. It's very, it's, you see a couple up close shots, like whenever Mitten Spider is coming mm-hmm. to life, you see like, the eye open up and look around. And it's just, it looks like the same as the leprechaun mm-hmm. skin. Don't like that. Yeah. I just think fair. it looks really bad. The rest of it though. It, that's such a yep. minor nitpick. Having mm-hmm. a weird big, like, a man standing in a puppet thing is pretty cool. Agreed. It's, yeah. It, there are things that are done much better for much less in other films, but I think for this, it's like, I... Yeah. It's like a oh, nice... Oh, no, no, little... I, I said... I think I wrote that the Mitten Spider thing looked fine. It's cool. I like it. it no, I wrote, Dr. Bug is where the budget went. <laughs> Dr. Bug. It's very... I don't know. I like it a lot. I enjoy Mitten Spider. I do, I enjoy Mitten Hand all together. Mitten Hand. So, yeah, Mitten Hand's thing, like, his demise references the fly. Oh, big time, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then... This movie's full of references oh, to other Oh, and movies. isn't he eating flies? Yeah. That's another note I had. Are there flies in space? Yeah. Yeah. Are we, there? Well, we found out today that there were. True. Did we? Yeah. Leprechaun 4. Nailed it. Yeah. If there are flies in space, I don't want to go. If I was any kind of qualified for that type of thing, I would 100% go to space. If I were qualified at all. I'm not. Nolan, would you ever go to space? If you were qualified, if you were... I am terrified of space (laughs) and terrified of heights. I would... Look, I like watching (laughs) sci-fi or space movies, but I I couldn't go up there. It it terrifies me to go up there. I can, I couldn't eat. Is it claustrophobia? Is it oxygen? Is it, is it being so far from home? What is it? uh, Verbalize your fear. Everything. I think it's the unknown. Okay. Monsters. Um, Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's up there. Look. Do you think You give me that look, okay? I don't know. There could be anything. I don't know what's up there. It just scares me, all right? I like, I, I like being on the earth. I'm scared opposite. I'm scared of like being in the water. Well, I'm that scared... scares me too. <laughs> I'm scared of everything. <laughs> Nolan, what's the highest you're comfortable being off the ground on this planet Earth? Six handle... feet. <laughs> Six feet. Can you handle planes? I've been on them before. I don't like them. I definitely can't have a window seat. I I I can fly, but I don't like it. Okay, mm. I just I don't I I don't like being up there. Do you like car rides? Yeah, cars are fine. But do you like road trips? Yeah, actually, I do. You're down with it. Yeah. Okay. What if you were in like a big truck that you had to climb into? I mean, that's fine. I, if if we were going on like a real curvy road, like I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like driving up a mountain or do something. Do you want to like tell that. the story real quick of? You making him ride the Ferris wheel with you? Well, look. <laughs> this, you know, this guy. Were you guys in high school? Yeah, we well, or like no, a year after high yeah, school. Yeah, like graduated. Oh, college boys. So like he was in college doing his thing. I was 
No, we went to college. We, no, yeah, we were, were we in college together. Yes. Well, there was a time we didn't though, because you but were the first year. Okay, we I'm did. sorry. Okay, that's fine. So we we're in college, but uh, we were. It was it was the fair season. Mm-hmm. We're from a little town, population three thousand people. The fair is a big deal every August. Okay, we always we. We don't really do it anymore, but when we were younger, we'd go back for the fair. The fair was going on. I had just bought a nice frozen lemonade. I was talking to some people. Mm-hmm. And he just, you know, like uh, a real dick, okay. just comes up to me. Like, hey, man. And just slaps the frozen lemonade right out of my hands. <laughs> and it ruined it, obviously. Yeah. I don't remember who I was talking to. You just wanted that lemonade. You were in a big even... group of people. Okay. I was probably just thinking I was really cool or something. I don't even think I was hanging out with you that evening. Okay. So you walked into his evening. Yeah. Just ru- smacked that drink it. up. He ruined it. Like a $5 drink, which is a lot for a boy. Well. Yeah. Especially when you're working at theater for five seventy five an hour or whatever it was. That was a okay. whole hour. Five fifteen. Whatever. Please. Okay. So you know, I was a little mad about it. I made him buy us tickets to ride the Ferris wheel together, which I don't really know why because I hate Ferris wheels. That that, that was my. This is where I want. Why I wanted you to tell the story because I wanted mm-hmm. to know the logic. Knowing that you hate heights above six feet, I just what the thought process. I don't was, know. I don't know what it you was. You wanted him. To I just pay wanted him money. to spend money on something. On me. So you got in a Ferris wheel and I just rocked the thing back and yeah, forth. Yeah, and then I just got mad more. So it was... Were you legitimately scared? Yeah. Did you know he was actually scared? Yes. Did you rock it harder? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. We can get back into the episode. I just... Old wounds, you know? I... Because you guys have talked about riding the Ferris wheel and I never heard... I've never heard the full story, so... I'm yeah. glad that me and the I audience mean, could... He He did a thing to me... I don't know why that was why I'm what I made him. Do you think that maybe he was jealous of your popularity, just your quiet confidence, you standing in a crowd sipping on that lemonade? I just think he wanted to just fuck with you. You know, yeah, yeah. And then look, he obviously felt somewhat bad because he bought the tickets. You didn't request a new lemonade. You had him buy you tickets to a ride, a very romantic ride. That's true. We always have had a bit of a on and off again relationship. <laughs> All right, can we finish this yes, damn let's, thing? Let's go. This this movie. Mm-hmm. The king is dead. Long live the queen. Lo- the king is dead. Long live the queen. This is the princess. She thinks that the leprechaun. Yep. Yeah. Lepi gets released into space. He explodes. Mm-hmm. Just like Alien. Yep. And as shoot him out of the air, dog. We think he's done. He obviously isn't. He flips that bird. That, yep, that hand comes up and flips off uh, everyone. Film yeah. over. I love this film. I think it's very, very fun. Um, yeah, Nolan, I think this is the most fun out of the three. Yeah, this this is a fun time. I, I enjoyed myself watching this movie. It was ridiculous. I will tell you, the internet does time. not agree with us. Twitter, this was like the least mentioned This does one. not surprise me. Yeah. This okay. doesn't surprise you. Mm-hmm. All the peasants online. Yeah, <laughs> them and their weak opinions. <laughs> All right, are we ready for film number three? Do you want to do the synopsis right quick? Yes, I do. Okay, so film number three, we've got Jason, Jason X. X. All right, Jason X, 2001, directed by James Isaac. Evil has an upgrade, in caps, obviously. Upload, please. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the year 
2000, no, I'm just 2455, that makes more sense. In the year 2455, <laughs> Old Earth is now a contaminated planet abandoned for centuries. A brown world of violent storms, toxic land masses, and poisonous seas. Yet humans have returned to the deadly place that they once fled, not to live, but to research the ancient, rusting artifacts of the long-gone civilizations. But it's not the harmful environment that could prove fatal to the intrepid young explorers who have just landed on old Earth. For them, it's Friday the 13th, and Jason lives. That synopsis was literally about, like, five seconds... Of the movie. Of the film. (laughs) They're not on Earth for, like, diddly shit. And also, like, they never really talk about Earth. Them, all of that stuff, all the... All that imagery. Beautiful writing, by the way. Well Uh, done. Yeah. I mean, I guess you got that out of that shot that they filmed outside and that put was, digitally enhanced that was, sandstorms. Uh, that was a really bad synopsis. Uh, unlike Hellraiser, Leprechaun and Jason X stand by their word of being in space. You know what my first note is on this film? Is it CGI? Is it? It's actually not. Okay. Okay. Because we don't see a spaceship until later in yeah, the film. Yeah, I didn't have it either. I was just hoping. I wrote. It's nice Sean Cunningham was still getting paid for these films. True. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Good hustle. Well, you're, you start us off there. Go okay. Ahead. I think that this is... Here's the thing. Unpopular opinion, I guess. I don't like any of the Kane Hodder Jason This is films. not unpopular. I feel exactly the same way. Yeah, but you guys people... say you like Seven. Yeah, but that... It... It's not that I like Jason in Seven. Like, I just if I, I had... like aspects of that movie. I do not like his performance at. I think it. He. I get what he's doing. He tries to be very intense and like the. I just, man, I don't. It's just those movies. Like I don't enjoy them as much as the first six. I enjoy Seven a lot, yeah, and I. I, like I think it's weird, like the direction that the films went in, because. Like, Six is basically doing the Scream thing before Scream was a thought. And then it's like, well, how are we going to deal with this? Let's take it back to the formula. Okay, but what do you like about this specifically? This specifically. This movie does, like, it doesn't check any of the boxes, even for the Kane Hodder films, if you're a fan of those. Like, this is so unlike any of the other Jason films. I just don't find it enjoyable. Like, making it self-referential would make it funny, like Scream, Which but it doesn't work. Which they got notes on that. They, they got notes, because this came out after Scream, yeah, so it was so like, you need to make it more aware. We, Which, here's the thing, if they made it more aware, if, you know, it was going to be more like My Aliens, how they said they were going to do it or whatever, writer, it would have yeah. been worse. Oh, yeah, no. The writer wanted it to be more, like, he wanted darker lighting. He wanted, he didn't want that. Um, Someone in uh, the Crystal Lake Memories documentary on part 10, they talk about how it looks a lot like Joel Schumacher, Batman's, like, it has Mm. the neons and stuff. They reference that in it. First of all, this film doesn't have that many neons. There's, Mm. like, one shot of some light on his face that's kind of, it's, like, rainbow neon. That's it. So I don't know what they were talking about with that, but... It's a brighter movie. They wanted it to be, like, a grittier... He said he wanted, like, a, the Dark Knight story in a Friday the 13th film <laughs> in space. 
it is for what it is. There's entertainment to be had here. There's a kill that's okay. But I find most of the film to just not be very good. My For me, Jason, like, I like those first six movies. I'll watch, you know, the later films. But it's like those first six, like, that's that's the good stuff. What do, what do you think? Yeah, this uh, this movie was not my cup of tea. I did not like this movie very well. Uh, but I will say it's short and I, all, I was all not... All of these clock in at yeah, like 125. Definitely. Or, yeah, it's like, it's they're very, very short. Yeah. It's like an hour, 25 yeah. minutes. I will say I was not bored during it. Like, it flies by. But uh, not a very good movie. I can't say I really... Like, really all the other Friday the 13th, this is the first time I'd seen this one. I can watch any of them uh, again and like just have fun. This one, I'm good if I never watch it again. But like, it's it was entertaining enough. I just did. I don't really care to see it again. There's a few good kills in there. Um, I just I felt it looked really cheap. Like, really, it looked like a, a made for video. I think this had the biggest budget. Which is strange to me. I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just felt that it, it felt like it oh, was no. made very cheap. It, it looks like a sci-fi channel like TV show from that time. Yeah. So those those were kind of the the hang-ups I had there. So. Melanie? I like this movie a lot. Okay. I, now, here's the thing. If I want to watch a Friday the 13th film... I, this is not going to be the one I go to. I like everything about it. I don't know. Like, the CGI is bad. It, like, the effects are bad. This has the worst effects of any of them. It's, I don't know. The characters are kind of, kind of annoying. Like, there's no one that you really latch onto. There's the scene of the kids, the two kids that are supposed to be helping the one doctor who ends up getting her head smashed. Yeah. Best kill of the film. The horny kids, they go off, they're having sex, and literally the fact that their horniness and the penetration, (laughs) as soon as there's penetration, Mm -hmm. it rouses Jason to, like, start murdering again. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think it's funny. I think all of those beats are funny and they work for me. And maybe sure. maybe I'm just very immature, but it works for me. I think uh, it's, it's okay. And it doesn't overstay its welcome. I feel like it is self-aware enough. Understand that there's rewriting that happened to make it more like Scream, to try to make it... I guess what I don't understand is all these other major franchises adjusted to Scream... In, in an way. appropriate way. Yeah. And I like Nightmare doesn't even count because it did scream before Scream did scream now, with New Nightmare. We, like that's a wonderful film. I think something that we should point out, this was really just a placeholder for Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. We haven't got to that mm, yet. But here's the thing. So Halloween H2O came out before this. Mm-hmm. That took and I Kevin Williamson might have actually wrote the screenplay for that or helped on it. But that takes, like, the Michael Myers thing and applies Scream 90s college shit to it. Yeah. In a good way. Like, that is a fun See, movie. you... I think both of you like that movie more than I like that movie. I don't hate H2O at all. There's a lot of things I like about it. I think I'm a little too bitchy about the mask in it, and it kills me. Sure. Like, yeah, it's, it's a garbage mask. I, for me, it's just like, ah, But all the masks after two are bad. Except for, like, the last three films. Those were decent masks. Yeah. But... So, 
I, I guess if you're just wanting to raise awareness for the franchise, which is what they were wanting to do. Keep them in mind. Like, keep them like, in Like, why mind. didn't they just do it like they did the remake that they came out with, with the Michael Bay company, the Platinum Dunes. Platinum Dunes. Uh, <laughs> whoever, was it Nispel, Marcus Nispel, he did that one? Sounds right. But, I like, I find that film to be fine. I don't like it as much as some of the old ones, but I think it's a fine Jason film. I like that film a lot. All I was saying is, I like this movie. I think it's fun. It's not good. I just feel like watching Friday the 13th, I'm going to watch two, three, or four. Which, honestly, most of the time for Friday the 13th, I will watch those in October, but those are summer movies. I want to watch those now in July. Okay. Whenever there's a Friday the 13th. Well, I think everybody watches them when there's a Friday the 13th, but... Uh, I I enjoy watching their their horror films much like Jaws. I want to watch that in July. Mm-hmm. Like I want to watch those in the summer. It feels appropriate. Yeah, I, I can get so, that. So and Jason X, that's the one where it's like, if I see it on TV, I'm just gonna be like, all right, like I'm in sweatpants. So I'm just gonna like slump down and like we're cool. You're in. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's just it's candy floss. Like it's nothing. It's not good. But I, I can it. respect that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, should we talk about? Uh, I I forgot to mention our cast here. Yeah. Uh, we already know, obviously, Kane Hodder. We've mm-hmm. talked about him as Jason. Lexa Doig, I as Rowan. I'm sorry if I said her name wrong. Uh, we got Chuck Campbell uh, playing Sunaron. Sunaron. We got Lisa Ryder as KM14. And we got David Cronenberg as Dr. Wimmer. Yeah, Cronenberg said he would only be in the film if he got killed on screen. Love that. He wanted an on-screen death. He has like two lines and the movie goes downhill from there. All right. Uh, Do we want to get into this? Yeah, go. Okay. Do your notes. Note time. Uh, Crystal Lake Research Facility. We get that up and going here. As we've mentioned, uh, David Cronenberg shows up. Uh, we got uh, Jason. Uh, he escapes. Cronenberg dies. And I just had a sad smiley face there. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. Yes. So this opening sequence, because it seemed like continuity was super important to them for making like the movie because... Like, they wanted to set it in the future to not step on the toes of the inevitable Freddy vs. Jason, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the last time we'd seen Jason, like, he was drugged to hell and whatnot. Ignored that. He was still a zombie. He'd been a zombie in the last, like, what, three or four movies? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, he looks like a, a normal dude. Like, he has this weird, like, cabbage patch fuzzy hair. Yeah, yeah it's and really gross. Yep. like he has normal eyes. Yep. Like, what is going on there? Fair question. Yeah, I don't, I don't care for that. Yeah, it's a bad looking Jason. It's a bad looking Jason. Yeah. It feels very low, like just low budget. Yeah. Just like yeah, throw some Spanish moss on the back of his head mm-hmm. or <laughs> like if great. somebody came dressed like that to your party, it's like you recognize like what they're going for. Mm-hmm. But it's like that ain't it, Chief. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of it. Okay, uh, I wrote down shotgun blasts or nothing, exclamation mark. We got frozen Jason. Uh, scientists from the future find Jason and the lady he killed. 
And also during this, was a man sharpening a dildo spear? Question mark? No. Oh, my gosh. Nolan. <laughs> a dildo spear <laughs> is a drill head. It's literally a drill head. It looks nothing like a dildo. And Nolan goes. He stopped the movie and he's like. Is that a dildo? Is, <laughs> is that a giant dildo spear? Are they going to use it as a giant dildo spear? Also, in this, I wrote. Sincerely, I'm questioning this. At no part, there's no like head. There's no. There's no like bump. There's nothing that the no veiny looking anything. It looks like a drill. In my okay, in my defense. What is your defense? I don't know. I just I thought I could find something there, and I didn't. And it wasn't. All right, and you're right. It wasn't. I failed. Continue. How does he function with a brain that small? I think that was a question. Yeah, they asked. showed his brain, and it's yes. like a dinosaur a brain. He's not that. got much up there. Uh, as we've already said before, we find out the year is 2455. Ship is called Grindel. Uh, Did you mention that hockey got outlawed in 2024? I did not. That's, well, it did. <laughs> that's a bummer. How about sexual nipple healing? Professor enjoys a nice nipple clamp session from student. Mm, BDSM non-sex... He just needed that uh, professor clamp down naughtiness. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he's having an he... orgasm. They're both dressed. You were trying to say a thing where people have to have penetration or skin on skin contact to that. come to climax. That is not a thing. All different walks of life, all different things, all different motions of that ocean. It's a PG thirteen sex scene. It's still funny. That is funny. What is that? <laughs> Nipple. <laughs> you couldn't see that anyone, but it was fun. Okay. Uh, so, uh, a literal sexual awakening for Jason. Yeah. We yeah. Talked, Melanie did a nice job explaining that hey, earlier. Before that, though, the robot lady wants nipples of her own. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And they fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Cam. Uh, uh, she wants those nips. She does. Jason kills girl uh, by freezing. Uh, this is my. I think yeah. This is this is my favorite <clears throat> kill here. This uh, is everyone's favorite. Yeah. Kill. Uh, so Jason kills a girl by freezing the face and then smashes it in. Anybody want to do a a better job than me of explaining this? I kill? think it's the only practical effect in the movie. It's one of the more memorable yeah, kills in the made, series. They made like ten different heads to get this right, and. Um, Mythbusters did do an episode to try to Sick. see if they could recreate this. It's not a, it's not a real thing. Yeah, heads don't smash like that. Yeah. Okay. But it's still really cool. It looks great. It, it does look good. I, I, I enjoy this kill. And I do. I do too. I feel like uh, people like ranking kills. I feel like this is one that makes people's lists. Like even if you don't like this film, so yeah, it's a pretty cool. Kill. Yeah, it is. Uh, I wrote a quote down. I don't know who said it. Sorry. I could never be with a girl with balls bigger than mine. Okay. It's that boy who has the the robot, I believe. Of course. Oh, yeah, because she's talking about... She, Janessa. He, yeah, Janessa keeps teasing him about <laughs> Janessa. the robot being his sex bot. Mm-hmm. And I think KM... KM, that's... Yeah, I was that's, gonna say, that's I, the robot. Yeah. KM, I think at one point... 
The reason why she wants nipples is because Janessa has nipples. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. KM the android that was next up on my notes, yeah. obviously. Uh, Jason kills uh, Stony Machete through the tummy. This is yeah, the, the sexual this awakening. This is the children that were having the sex. Yep. I say children, they're teenagers, but it's uh, it's not great. It's a very... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a lame kill. It's a very lame kill. Yeah, it was. It it's is. like in the video game, which if you haven't played it, Friday the 13th, the video game, it's like when you fuck up a kill and you just hit him with your machete because that's all you can do. Yeah. We've got an alien sim. Jason shows up, kills both guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are going to love what I wrote down next. The dildo was curiously used as a drill. What the hell? <laughs> I hope that people listening to this know what that drill looks like. <laughs> So they can know how ridiculous, because it's not a bit you're doing. You're not trying to be funny, like even dumb funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dildo they're sharpening. I'm not denying it. It's on the paper. (laughs) During this whole sequence, this movie is all about one-liners, about how people are dying or going to get killed or whatnot. What's his condition? He's screwed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Good stuff. Okay, so ooh, we have another character named Sarge in this one. Sarge is a failure. That's He's the best wrote. character in the movie. Well, I still wrote he was a... Was I don't know. Sergeant, like, Blazinski or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. We skipped over a thing. Okay. When the Marines are loading up to kill Jason... Okay. They're like, grab the BFG, which is oh. the big fucking gun from Doom. <laughs> yeah. Little video game reference. Nice. Okay. I will say, you know, maybe just, just at this time, I thought Sarge was a failure. I didn't know enough about him. Yeah, maybe, like, honestly, maybe there's a lot of Cinderella stories in your notes. Maybe it'll come out. Very true. <laughs> Next up, we got Jason slits a throat. We have more killings. Jason cuts a man's body in half. For how fire the first kill is, how good it is. Mm-hmm. None of the others are exciting. None of the others. The on-screen kills are just super lame. I guess it's not the first kill because all the Marines, but once we're on the ship. It's just... Yeah. And this whole bit where it's like doing the aliens thing where Marines are getting wiped out. Like, I just don't find any of the alien ripoff stuff in these movies well, the weird thing is, entertaining. You don't really, this is such a petty thing. Cause again, I do like the film, so I can suspend my disbelief. It's not a big deal, but there is a weird thing with this killer is on the ship. Mm-hmm. There's no sense of dread. True. Normally with Jason, no matter where he appears, he's in front of you always He'll just go off and he's like in the mess hall for an hour. Yeah. Just hanging out there. You, yeah. It's, it's all like good. completely not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we do all of our story stuff. That's just, another thing about um, these movies that take place on the spaceships. I feel like, you know, with a good movie like Alien, you get a sense of awareness <laughs> of where you're at. Like you, I, you get the layout of the ship. I fully get that. And I understand <clears throat> that these are in their their the smallest way possible. I don't know. I'm not even trying. Ripoffs, but like comparing, alien I'm not doing aliens. it. That's I'm not talking about the quality of the film. I'm talking about simple staging of the action of what's happening. Like at no point in this movie do you get a sense of where they are in the ship. The ship's like a big sprawling thing. Like. In Event Horizon, a lesser B-movie that we've covered on this show. It's a fantastic film. I like it a lot, but 
you get a sense of the event horizon. Like, you get a well, layout of okay. the film. Like, but the again, way the action. The ship is the movie, so. Fair. Any competent film ever made <laughs> in a single location, you get a sense of the action. You're right. You're fully right. But I'm just saying this is a garbage film, so I just think it doesn't matter. But it's been in all of these garbage films. Yeah. <laughs> I like... The location does not matter. It's just corridors and the same corridors, but boxes are stacked in this corridor. Continue. Okay. Jason kills Sarge. At least we're led to believe. For now. Uh, Yeah, because... Sarge has a real... He gets stabbed. He goes, it's going to take more than that. And he gets stabbed again. The, uh, the, the actual that, quote, that should do it. Take more than a stab through the ribs to take this old dog down. That'll do it. <laughs> I love it. I, I did really enjoy that part. Uh, I wrote KM is down to clown. She is. Okay. She's down. Uh, we Are you fun- talking like makeout scene? Probably. He doesn't know why he writes the things I don't know. he writes. I don't know why. His memory is white. <laughs> true. The pages I'm are awful. all that he has left. <laughs> Do you know the it's movie that we that watched? It's true. That uh, what she says is true. Yeah. I mean, these notes tell me what we watched. I don't know what he did before Letterboxd. <laughs> I don't know. It's true. Every time how he watched you, the thing, he was like, it's a new movie. How do you watch movies? Are you like, what's that, the dude from Memento? Look, I remember things that I don't know. I don't some, know. What to sometimes say. our brains are good, sometimes they're bad. You know, you know? sometimes you just fail. Sometimes but you all men fail. These notes. That's where it's at. Forever. That's right. Continue in them, please. This epic journey. Professor is dead. Jason has his head on his mat on oh, I can't talk. Professor is dead. Oh, Jason has missed, his head on his machete. You missed a great line. Okay. So in this, we have, like, he busts through the door and he has his machete. Jason takes it and he goes, guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. And then he... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he gets him. Is wrong? We have a character, uh, Kinsa, even more of a failure than Sarge, I wrote. <laughs> okay. <laughs> KM gets a upload... Oh, you're skipping ahead. Hey, I'm sorry. Okay, here's the thing that I find ridiculous. You told me to read my notes, I did it. <laughs> so they ask after the doctor dies or whatever, the professor. Yeah. They're like, how do we get off this ship? Long pause, the longest pause. Oh, the shuttle. It's like, why did it take so long to think about that? Why is that a story beat? <sighs> World building. May I go on? You know what my next note is after that? <laughs> no sense of space or design of ship. <laughs> and now now we're up to the give her an upload. Okay, well, well she yeah, gets an upload. We should, it's not an upgrade. Upload. KM gets an upload. Yeah. Which, here's the fucking thing. The, the teaser for this movie, evil gets an upgrade, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, the marketing team understood. The, the tagline, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they understood. Yeah. And this character comes out who's like a genius, right? Working on robots. I gave her an upload. Mm-hmm. It sounds kind of hot. He dicked her, his penis, yeah. into the robot lady. Yeah. Upload. Upload. I mm. think that we should start using that as like a euphemism. I'm like, down. I'm going to give you an upload. But it's like talking about deep dicking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> How do you guys feel about KM action scenes? Jason versus KM. Go. That's what we got next. Go now. KM wins for now. Did you like it? No. She does uh, completely just obliterate him. Like she yeah. shoots him up. She shoots She's his like, face. Man, who who the hell is this guy? Everybody's been talking about. You know, somebody that we've like totally glossed over yeah. is the main star, the mm-hmm. main girl who they use the nanotechnology to bring her back, and she also, whenever he was frozen at the beginning, <laughs> she was mm-hmm. frozen with him. Yeah, we just like didn't talk about that it's at all. Very true. So maybe just right quick. Her yeah. name's Rowan, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she. David Cronenberg at the beginning, he yeah. wanted Jason. Lexa, I, I I mentioned her name earlier, but I think I, Lexa Doig, Doig, I don't know. She was an official on the um camp or the Crystal Lake research. At the beginning, it's the facility yeah. that he's being held in. David Cronenberg's character says that his ability to regenerate Jason's ability is too valuable to just have him frozen or have him. They've tried to execute him every way they can. They can't. So they're like, okay, we're going to freeze him. That's how we're going to deal with this problem because he has to be put down in some way. And David Cronenberg's like, nope, mm-hmm. bitch, no. Mm-hmm. Rowan's like, okay, but I'm still going to do this. You, this is a bad call. Like, you, he's going to fuck everything up. And he does. They go in to uh, take him away before she can freeze him. He kills everybody. That's when Cronenberg dies. All of the yep. Marines at the beginning die at the facility. And then there is a chase scene where Jason's after her. They go down into the cryogenic chamber and she tricks him with some sneaky noises. Hmm. He turns around and she throws like a tank at him, falls into the chamber. She locks it. She's good. She looks in the window and it's made of like, it's a tin can. It's a Coke can. And he just stabs her. So all the freezing elements pour out into demolition man yeah it's mm-hmm. demolition man freezes her as well so yeah. whenever these students uncover jason in the future because our crew that we're on the ship with they're research students yeah so, which you'll learn about from the uh letterbox synopses mm-hmm. of that one five minute sequence exactly beautiful but just to i just realized that we did not cover yeah. any of that which is like good call i guess it's not a big deal i mean it's like the story <laughs> that they chose to wrote <laughs> they chose to wrote yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so rowan this is i think is it like over 400 years later yes that they, it's like 450 yeah, they years bring her yeah. back and she was stabbed with his machete they use nanotechnology that's right this yeah. is important because whenever km blows up jason with her guns mm-hmm. blazing Nanotechnology also brings apart Uber Jason. If you want to learn more about nanobots, play the Metal Gear Solid series. It's a different thing. It's a better thing. We, you've done a good job explaining that. I'm sorry that uh, I fine. forgot to mention that in my notes. Listen, obviously, super, it, she didn't make an impact was, on you. It, it, it didn't hit me. Obviously, the, right the story does not matter in this film. Hey, I, you know, I'm tired and I've had a, a drink, so. I'm doing great. Count it. Over here. What do you got next? All right. So after uh, KM wins for now, ooh, Sarge lives. Did you write that? Yeah. Everything Sarge lives. He tells you he's written. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we have a quote our hole is bleeding out. I Which isn't a thing. Really like that. <laughs> wait, did, wait, did you write uh, spell hole? 
Hole. H O L E. No. <laughs> Our hull. H U L L. It's a ship. That's a bummer. Our hole. Did you think the whole out? time they were saying our hole? Look, Wait, I've so got, whenever he goes, that's you're like, asking someone who's like got a drill dildo on his mind during this film. <laughs> I'm thinking about dildos and holes, okay? I just think it's funny because during this scene in particular, Stacy, because we all watched this together, Stacy was like, "That's not a thing," and Nolan was like, "Yeah, it's not a thing." <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Sounds right. <laughs> but you were just like, I just now realized because I did not assume that you wrote whole. Like, why would my whole bleed out? Like, <laughs> You're like, I'm not That's some not damn a thing. girl. He's right. It's not a thing. Love it. Oh, oh boy. God. Okay, well, you know. Love. Keep going. I'd say I was embarrassed if I was, but. Jason gets reassembled. Metal Jason lives. Super Shredder Jason. Uber Jason is what he is called. He is trash. This design is garbage. Whoever brought this sketch in should have been slapped in the face and promptly sent on their way. It's like they went and got him contacts at Spencer's. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> this is Jason at his worst. The last 15 minutes of this film. Uh... I still have a good time. I don't hate it. I don't like the contacts, but I'm still down. I'm here for it. I like Super Jason Shredder and TMNT 2 looked better. Jason gets blown up. Then Jason lives again. <laughs> Jason sent back to imaginary Camp Crystal Lake. Did you like this sequence? I It seems like people who somewhat moderately enjoy this film cite that sequence as like the best sequence in the movie. I had no feeling towards it. You were shaking your head while nothing. So the whole like free boobies and let's gonna, have sex I'm and glad pot. there were boobs again. We got boobs in all three movies. So I mean that was a win. Big win. You know. But yeah, I mean I think at this point I was, you know, I was done. You were checked out. Checked out in a way. We um we love uh, premarital sex, quotation marks, and then I just wrote boob, oh, boobs. So, so you're talking about the VR. That's AR. He's not wearing goggles. The segment of augmented reality in the film where he is placed back on Camp Crystal Lake. What is this, tech hour? There are these two hormonal, just like mm-hmm. vivacious young co-eds yep. that want to get down mm-hmm. and uh he ends up putting him in like, uh, their sleeping bags this, and beating uh, them this against will each not other. stand yeah. man so they kind of like redo the kill from seven that people like with which, the sleeping bag which is good i do like that kill it's a good kill oddly i feel like people reference this one more which is weird i don't know if it's because it's like he's beating them on it's more each comical other and then he smacks the tree but because the one in seven is violent like it's gnarly that's the thing i liked about the opening of the remake so much that they do that kill and it's like it's rough yeah Mm -hmm. well i mean that was next to my notes is jason beats up the to death the two lady campers so that happens uh then we have a sarge versus jason showdown any thoughts in this are you talking the very end of the movie yeah i mean that's where i'm at 
Well, you, you got you, more. You guys, you guys got to help me. No, I mean, there's not really any more. Like they're trying to get the shuttle to work. That didn't work. They they call in like help, like an SOS. So they're trying to buy time so they can get on this shuttle. We completely glazed over the fact that like that ship crashes into a space station and kills thousands and thousands of well, people. Well, and this is this is what you get for putting me in charge of the notes. I mean, no, the whole point is we want to know what you said, because it's more entertaining than what actually happens most often. Sarge versus Jason. So Sarge saves the day. KM loses her body. It's just her head. Yeah, KM's head is saved. Her body is not. He, they can make a new he's one. Gonna re, he's going to make her better. Those so our, our nerdy hero with his robot head and then our Highlander lady, Liv, Mm-hmm. They're the only survivors. Yeah, you don't really get a good final girl. True. And Sarge saves them at the end as Jason is trying to approach the shuttle for one last scare. Sarge ah, intercepts him and they shine bright like diamonds right. as they fall to the sky as a Enter star. the atmosphere. I got uh, Sarge riding Jason through space. Love and death embrace a shooting star. They landed in the lake. And they set it up for these teens see the shooting star they're like oh it landed in the lake let's go investigate (laughs) (laughs) which you don't even get that music in the movie right Uh yeah Uh disappointed straight up bro sorry guys no it's okay i I, I think it's entertaining i think it's an entertaining film for what it is Uh but it is not it is not the type of jason movie i would go to you're gonna watch part two, part in fact, three, part four, part five, part six. You're gonna I could go the rest of my life without seeing any of these three films again, and that would be fine. I will uh, definitely have to watch Leprechaun Four many, many, many more times. I'm gonna go ahead and agree with Melanie. I'm gonna say Leprechaun Four. You have my attention. <laughs> That's right. So because I forgot the last episode mm-hmm. i didn't give you a merry fuck Ooh, kill yeah. which is okay. heartbreaking to me right actually i have a couple of notes for myself because <laughs> i remember everything when i edit mm-hmm. and it kills me there is an episode that i was on early early on where i we were talking about um polly and we were all mm. trying to figure out it was Bert, Bert, and we all were like, oh, it's Bert Ward. I said it first. I was like, yeah, that's Bert Ward. Bert Ward is Robin. Mm-hmm. Bert Young, Bert Young. Yeah. is Polly. Yeah. I've never corrected it on the air. That's no fair. one remembers it but me, uh-huh. but I have to correct it. No, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I did not give you guys Mary Fuck Hill last time, so I'm going to give you two this time. All right. Mary Fuck Kill. Jason. Leprechaun. Pinhead. Obviously. I'm going to marry Pinhead because he's committed. Okay. I'm Mm -hmm. going to fuck Jason because you can't kill him. Okay. And I'm going to kill the Leprechaun because he's my least favorite. Okay. Nolan? Obviously, I'm marrying Leprechaun. He wants, I mean, he really wants. To, I feel like we'd be good together. Committed. He wants to be married. He wants me. I want him. He's mm-hmm. got gold, obviously. I'll be a rich bitch with him. You're going to be cared for. Yeah. A, I kept, mean, a kept lady. That's important to me. 
Okay. This, these these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I'm marrying him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to F Pinhead because I like pain. I want to know what it feels like you with all that on me. Yeah. Okay. I just want to, you know, yeah. get a little wild, mm-hmm. get a little crazy. It's going to hurt a little bit. But also feel good. But, you know, all in chains. And then I'm going to attempt to kill Jason, even though I know it's not going to work. Yeah. He's been killed by so many and he comes back, so I'll just be another one in the books, you know? Yeah. No, I have the same list. Okay. No, 100% Love I would. That. I'm marrying Leprechaun. Like, he, he, he is constantly trying to get in a relationship and things just don't work out. Pinhead, I mean, he's mm-hmm. into kinky stuff. I want to know what's mm-hmm. what's going on. What like, that world, what, what, I, yeah. what world he's living in. I feel there. bad for my immortal soul, but, you know, mm-hmm. right. into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Jason, I don't, I mean, I don't want to marry or fuck him at all, so I have to kill him. <laughs> it's not going to work. I'm going to die. Question. Okay. This might be inappropriate, so you might have to take it out. Okay. <laughs> if you marry Jason, do you get, like, disability benefits? Okay, well, that's, you know, fair question. (laughs) You're a nightmare. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Your second, Mary Fuck Hill, Uber Jason, Mm. Spider Mittenhan, or Twin Cenobite. The two babies that got stuck together. Okay, so quick question. Okay. These, they're in their Cenobite form. Yeah. Okay. They're they're together. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, I'll go first this time since we made Stacy. Yeah. In the first go. Okay. Go for it. Um, wow. Okay. Well, it's a lot to unpack. I'm going to marry the Cenobite twins, <laughs> just because I want to imagine them as they were before. Those sweet babies. I understand that they're, they're mutated now, now yeah. and I'm not going to have a nice journey, but. That's the They're gonna I'm constantly to try to kill you. Yeah. yeah, you know, I like a little, uh, a little play here. You know, we're just gonna have a fun game of uh, kill or be killed. Okay. All right. So that's gonna happen. That's just gonna be our entire life. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to change up everything here. I'm gonna f Uber Jason. I like a nice shine. <laughs> you know, just a good metallic. A chrome. Uh, yeah, I, I'm down with chrome. Um, mm-hmm. So you know we're we're gonna just just do that. Smash it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, boys just like that fun. You know. So yeah. that's that. And then I'm gonna kill uh, Spider Man him because yeah. he's just a ugly looking creature that yeah. I really don't want in or around my bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna marry Mittenhand. Oh my! I mean, he's a genius, and it'll be a loveless marriage. Hmm. A marriage of a convenience, really. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm going to fuck the twins. Oh, my. Okay. Because, I mean, they're weird fleshy things that, I mean, they're two mouths. Yeah. That's a something. Okay. You've said that mm. a lot with the mouth. I want to kill Uber Jason because I think that's the most atrocious thing ever. And I, I feel like I need to put it out of its misery because Uber Jason is garbage. So... This is, like, I think the first time where we've all had a different answer. I am going to marry Uber Jason. Like, hard body. He's big. Mm -hmm. Like, he is so tall. He can protect me Mm -hmm. from everything. I feel very safe with him. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, imagining that he wouldn't want to kill me, like, he, whatever. Right. Like, he'd see me, he'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. this tiny thing needs to be protected, mm-hmm. I'll cut them all down. I got you, girl. Love that. Into that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I definitely want to fuck the twins. Nice. Because just want to throw down, mm-hmm. figure out what that's like. <laughs> into it. It's like there's two but one. I want to know what downstairs is happening. Mm. Like, is it is yeah. it one dick or are we dealing with two dicks? That's, like, what is it? Hey, that's a fair it's question. It's a question because we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm killing Spider-Man hand because nice. I don't fuck with mm-hmm. arachnids. Mm. Personally, in my life, I don't kill spiders. I try to sh- get them out of You just don't the prefer home, them in your But uh, I do have arena. a fear of spiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Arachnophobia is the only film where jump scares actually work on me, no matter how many freaking times I've seen okay. the movie. So, I'm not fucking that spider. That's fair. Solid answers. <laughs> what an episode, guys. Yeah. It's been a good time. Uh, any parting thoughts? I'm sorry I made you guys watch these. I can tell that it wasn't your favorite I mean, moments. Look, we did this so you don't have to. That's for the audience. I hope that people watch these. Granted, if they watch the garbage, that's on them. Like, I, I you mean, walk into these on your own accord. I was just kidding. I, like I said, these are not good films, but they're entertaining. They're ninety minutes. They don't overstay their welcome. Yeah, yeah. Like they're here and they're gone. I, I, I enjoyed watching them with you guys. We watched all these. As a group, I definitely so. think a group setting is yeah. more fitting for you. It was these. a good time watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially Leprechaun 4. I think if you get the right kind of people, it's a very fun time. Yep. And we had fun talking about them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it was a win. Mm-hmm. Big win. So, before we leave, real quick, uh, give a shout out. Melanie, your birthday was not that a few weeks, eh, a week or two ago, <laughs> somewhere in there. I'm uh, old. Just wanted to give a shout out. Happy birthday the to you. The reason why we're recording this episode is because on my birthday I made them watch some of these. Heck yeah. Well, uh, not on my birthday, but... Like around, they're about... Yeah. yeah. So we enjoyed it, so... This is my birthday episode, thank you. Yes, absolutely. So thank you for joining us. And uh, you can find us on iTunes at Cinema Parlor. You can find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Uh you can uh, rate and review us. That would be nice. Uh, give us some thoughts, some feedback, star rating, whatever you want to do. Just just give us some feedback. Or if, even like, hey, you're garbage. Yeah. Burn. If you hate us, fine. Hey, just, just Nolan. I don't like how you think drill heads are dildos. Tell me how. I'm a drill head, and I didn't like you said that. One okay. star. Well. Yeah, send your feedback. Tell me how awful of a human I am in this episode. I'll take it. Uh, anyway, uh, you can find me personally on Letterboxd. I am Chuck Madden Jr. Best Glover 84. And follow us also on Twitter. Melanie, where can people find you? Plastic Werewolf on all social media that I'm a part of. I don't have a Letterboxd. If you find me on Letterboxd, the thing that I started, it was a joke. Where I just... Uh, I thought everyone else was being douchey about all mm-hmm. their Letterboxd reviews when it first started, mm-hmm. and they were gloating about the fantastic films that they had Missed seen. that and the other. And I just uh, <laughs> reviewed Sci-Fi Channel shark films. Love it. But not Sharknado. Like, the better ones. Mm-hmm. Yep. Giant shark versus... Or mega shark versus giant octopus, please. <laughs> kind of. But yeah, Plastic Werewolf. All right. Uh, 
obviously Melanie, uh, thank you for running the show. She's our editor and producer. It's always great to have you on. And uh, until next time, uh, you know, peace. Goodbye.